Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's Podcast. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. Welcome to Star Joe's Podcast, episode 66, 1984. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chuck. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, well, first, I think we should say uh, April Fools. April Fools, everybody. <laughs> How was that shit? <laughs> this was, I think you came up with the original idea. Yeah. Of saying, like, we should do something for April Fools. Why not? And uh, so, and what was really funny to me was we, we came up with the ideas of doing Strawberry Shortcake and Care Bears. Right. And then someone posted on a forum saying, here's an image of all the stuff you guys cover, minus the strawberry shortcake and the Care Bears. And I was like, well, you never know. <laughs> I kept saying, well, you never know. We, we might cover those one day. And and it's because we already had that planned out. Right. And so it was just a weird coincidence. Funny. It was those two properties. But, uh, yeah, so this is this should be coming out the day right after April 1st. <laughs> yeah, with the same song. It's not the new one. It's not the... <laughs> We didn't change it. So, uh, and we, we didn't want, um, I wanted to get this out right away so this way people didn't think like, oh, they're actually seriously wanting us to download we went, that We one went cream it. puff on you. <laughs> we went a little Johnny Cakes on tr- you there. Truly a jump the shark moment. <laughs> but uh, Well, it was truly outrageous yeah, is what no, it was. Yeah. We're not going to actually be, co- I know I said it in the episode, but we're not going to actually be covering <laughs> Barbie or Gem or anything like that in the future. Don't worry. Not until next year. <laughs> not until April 1st of next year. You never know. So, uh, what are we doing here today? Uh, well, we're going to cover some issues. Yes. Uh, the Star Wars and the infestation that we didn't cover last time. Right. And Transformers. Transformers, obviously. And uh, so we're going to cover those. And then we're also going to, uh, and we're going to go through them quickly like we did with all the issues, uh, the last time we covered issues. And then we're also going to talk about some free comic book day stuff. Right. We don't have any listener feedback because we did it. We did it last time we recorded issues and we haven't had that one released yet so yeah so maybe if we got enough time we might do a little tour review sure 
so uh, why don't we go ahead and just... Uh, well, is there anything been new with you? Anything going on? It's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, Even though it'll be April by the time you guys hear this one. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of recording. Uh, no, not from the last time. Basically, uh, my Walmart has Walking Dead figures for five bucks a piece. Nice. On Clarence, in the Clarence aisle. Yeah. That's so awesome. we're going to probably go there afterwards and maybe... Take a peek. Take a peek, see what Well, yeah, because the one thing that was keeping me from getting any of them was the, the price. price. Yeah. yeah, they're between anywhere between $15 and $18. Yeah, which was a lot for the size of the figure. Again. I thought so, too. So, but they're cool. Yeah, they were cool looking, but I was like, I'm not going to pay $18 for these figures. Right, especially if you watch the show, read the comic, or collect the trades. Right. It's cool to have. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I want it, because I'm watching the show and I'm reading the hardcovers. But if I can get one for the price of... If I can get three in the get, store, yeah. If I can get three for the price of one, right? So exactly. Why not? Um, you want to get one for the price of three? No, I said that backwards. <laughs> Strike that. You, you know what I meant. Uh, I did yeah. watch the Breakfast Club last night. Did you? Classic eighties movie. Oh yeah. Believe it or not, I had not seen that movie until about three or four years ago. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I've seen that movie like I don't know, literally. 20, 30 times. Oh, I own it now, and yeah. I've watched it many it's really times. Good. Yeah, it is really good. But my wife could not believe that I had never seen it. She goes, you love the 80s. I go, I know. And she goes, this movie is the 80s. It is the 80s, yeah. <laughs> and I go, I know. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I finally got to see it. It is an awesome movie. It's, it, in a sense, is a timeless movie. I mean, yes, the fashions and everything else are definitely 80s. The oh, yeah. The music's definitely 80s, but, like... The whole story and the theme behind it and everything else could be taking place now. Oh, I, sure. I hope that they don't ever remake it, although I've heard rumors that they... Nah, I don't think they should. I don't think they should either, but they remake a lot of stuff that they shouldn't, so... Very true, very true. So, Anything um, new with you? A uh, new iPad. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, I did pre-order. My wife and I each got one. Yeah? And uh, it's... I refer to it as the iPad 3. Apple refers it to it as the new iPad because there's not a whole lot of changes from the iPad 2 except for resolution. Uh, it's four times the resolution of the iPad 2. It has uh, it can take HD video recording, which okay. would be good for us when we go to a convention. I can record some stuff from the actual convention and post it on our Facebook site, maybe even post it on our, our actual web page. Yes. Um as long as it doesn't take up too much room. Uh, it'll let me put together, I can get iMovie, and I can take those videos and put together a little trailer to promote the show and put that on YouTube. So there's things things I can do for the show that'll be awesome. It's also, I'm going to get GarageBand for it, and this way I can record right at a convention a quick interview with a creator. Like if, if he's got five minutes to spare, I can, you know, press record. I don't have to pull out the laptop. Exactly. It's much more convenient, yeah. All that type of stuff. Uh, absolutely love it. I've downloaded some apps, not a whole lot, but I've gotten some comic apps already. Comicsology, DC, Marvel. Good boy. I've uh, downloaded a couple, a few of my free comics, comics like, uh, that I had. The codes the, in the back, the, yeah. The digital copy. They're awesome, aren't they? Oh, they're amazing. I know, right? Uh, I the thing I really like that I pointed out to you is not only do they look crisp and look really great, but I actually like I I look through. Uh, Justice League number five. All right, and did the panel by panel thing, and it's very it's done very cinematic. It's like you look at the panel, and then all of a sudden, it's, you know, it, it might go larger, or, or it might veer to the right to show you what, what the character was looking at. And if you never read the issue before, you wouldn't know. 
Right. And it's just a nice little surprise. And even after, I, even though I read the issue, I was like, I was like, oh, I forgot that that was there. Like, yeah. The one scene was you amazing. You pick up on other things. Yeah. And with the way you can enlarge the images, yes, you can see much more detail. Exactly. I love doing that. And uh, the one scene in particular from Justice League number five was that I showed you was the in the panel by panel is where Batman shows up on Apocalypse and he's like, he, he's like, oh shit. And then you press to go to the next, which is just the end, and all of a sudden it expands out, and I'm like, oh, you see, the whole, yeah. you see the whole planet, and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot that he saw like so much more than what they were showing me. So it's right. a really cool feature. I really like it. Uh, I hope to read even more like that. I'm probably, Are you going to go digital? No. That's pr- the question. The price point is still too high. Right. Um, they do have the 99 cent deal. so I There's might- a deal right now uh, being St. Patrick's Day. I think it's the 17th through the 19th. Where Green Arrow and Green Lantern are like ninety nine cent yeah. issues, so it's too late right now. It's too late right now for you guys. But if you had picked up on that, let us know. But yeah, check out uh, definitely check out different deals when, especially when the holidays coming around. Yeah, they do things like they'll that. they'll do yeah. stuff like that all the time. Sometimes they'll have some stuff that's just for free, uh, depending on what the. A issue lot of times is. when things come out, like the A versus X, the Avengers, right? Marvel might have some old. Avengers or X-Men right. issues for 99 cents on right. their app. Exactly. So you, you always got to go and check and refresh, yeah. see what's on sale. It'll so, be on the front page. Yeah. So there might be some stuff down the line that you know I want to check out and I'll get it if it's 99 cents I might get it, but I'm never going to pay 2.99 or 3.99. What about 1.99? Most comics right now day in are like $1.99. See, but I still get it less than that through DCBS. I know. So if I want that issue is that the price that you have to have? I need, less than what DCBS I need offers? less than what DCBS is offering me for me to go digital. And once they do that, I'll go 100% digital. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, other than maybe the books we cover for the show, maybe a couple other ones I have a long collection of, like maybe okay. Uncanny X-Men and my Green Lantern Green Lantern stuff. Flash. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. That you got nice long runs of. That I have nice long runs of. But, like, everything else, I would say 75 80% of my collection I would go digital on. Wow. Uh, so if you ever lose that and somebody finds that lucky person. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just really... No, I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Now, granted, I would probably use up the space really quick on yeah. it. If I did that much. But I know you can also transfer stuff onto your computer. You don't have to keep it all on your laptop right. or on your, on your uh, iPad. iPad. Yeah. So I would probably love to do that. But I love it for quick reference. I, you know, I, just did, I got the Wi-Fi one. I didn't get the one with the... Uh, 4G. That's what I have, the Wi-Fi one. Yeah, which you could get the 4G one, but it's more expensive. Then you have a monthly charge, and I'm just like, I I have no charge, yeah. And most of the time, I'm using it, I'm going to be at home. Mm -hmm. And if I am away, I'm probably going to be in a hotel. Or a Wi-Fi hotspot. Yeah, hotels have Wi-Fi connections. Right. Sometimes you have to pay for them, but most of the time you don't. Most of, McDonald's now has Wi-Fi connections, yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. So they're all over and the it's library. Like, it's only going to expand more and more. More places are going to want to have a Wi-Fi connection. So it's going to get to a point where anywhere you go is going to have a Wi-Fi connection. Spe- yeah, exactly. Speaking of library, you can go to the, your local library. might have an app. Right. And you can check out books digitally on your library nice. app. Nice. So you can get trades that way, too. I'll have to check that out, too. Yeah. That would be a good way to do it. Oh, sure. Sure. A lot of people do it. Um, so, yeah. So there, that's the thing, too, is I'm just learning so many things now. And the more I learn how to do stuff... The more you can teach me. <laughs> well, the more I learn how to do stuff... Oh, I'm sorry. That was selfish of me. <laughs> the more I learn how to do stuff, the more things I can do for the show. Right. Oh, another thing, too. Um, guys, girls, Girl Scout cookies are on sale. Go out there and buy some. Support the troops. Are they still going to be on sale when this comes out? I, I would imagine so. I don't know when they stop. Um, I love Girl Scouts. I don't have any daughters or anything like right. that. But I don't know. 
There's some there. people at work who sell them. There's yeah. probably people, you know, that you know in your area. The girls come to your house. Sure. You know, buy a box. Buy two. They're good. They're cheap. They're, they're you know, for what, 350 a yeah, box or something like that. A box of awesome cookies. A box of awesomeness. <laughs> so That's our plug for the Girl Scouts. Just right. buy their damn cookies. Enjoy them. They're awesome. So yeah, so I'm I'm excited. Dosi Dos are um, my favorite. They're the peanut butter creams. Yeah, They're I like really the good. I like the Thin Mints are my favorite. But then I got Tagalongs are like the next favorite. The chocolate peanut butter. Yeah, chocolate. Those are awesome. That's yeah. probably my second. Yeah, um, but I love Thin Mints. And you put Thin Mints in the freezer. Have you done that yet? I no. I have the thing right there. I'm going to okay. put a sleeve. I'm in there. Okay. I'll do it right now. I'll okay. do it right now. Do it right now. I'll do it right now. So. Uh, so yeah, I've got. I am excited to have the iPad. Uh, I am. I know another one might come out like in six months or something like that. There's been rumors that the iPad Four is going to come out in uh, the fall of this year. I don't care. I never had an iPad before. I never had a tablet before. I never even had a smartphone before. Right. So this is just like magic for me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wizardry. Right. All right. They're in a the freezer. All right. Cool. Um, so let's, because uh, I have access to it right here, and I know you have access if you want want to look. Uh, free comic book day. Let's talk about I, some comics. I thought we were doing porn. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's for another episode. <laughs> next episode. Next episode. Um, what, what are you on at freecomicbookday.com? Freecomicbookday.com, which is a perfect site to go to if you want to see what's coming out and what stores maybe have, have things going on. Another one that does um, a nice web app for stores is cherrybombtoys.com. <laughs> Do they have an app? www.cherrybombtoys.com. That's all I know. But, but you said that they have an app. I don't think they have an app yet. Maybe they're working <laughs> on it. That's a good idea for you guys. I don't know. You guys can take that. No charge. <laughs> There's so much you will do for a t-shirt. <laughs> We're not sponsored by them. <laughs> they just offered to send you a t-shirt. 2X, baby. <laughs> Twice the man you are. They will know that before they even hear this episode. That's awesome. So, all right, I'm on freecomicbookday.com. All right, so freecomicbookday.com. Uh, we have uh, the gold books. I'm, we're just going to start from the top and go down. Uh, so we have Avengers Age of Ultron point one issue, which I will pick up, but I have absolutely no need to read it. Why is that? Because it's a reprint. Is it now? It's a reprint of a point one issue that they've already done. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Um, it's a good story. It's got really good art in it. But it, it's a reprint of uh, of something they already did. So, and uh, so I like I said, I'll pick pick it up because it's I'll, free. I'll pick it up because it's free. And it's Avengers, and I'll throw it in a prize package. Uh, but I've I already have the issue that it. I'll flip through it to make sure it's not something new. But anything different, sure. But it, it looks it's got the exact same cover as that issue, and I had heard it's just a reprint of that. I think it was like twelve point one or something like that was the actual issue. Uh, Bongo Comics and SpongeBob Freestyle. It's a flip book. I'll, I'll get that for the kids. Obviously, my kids like SpongeBob, so I'll pick it up because I always pick up the Bongo comic to read the Simpsons one. So I enjoy that. So my kids will be more into SpongeBob than Simpsons. Yeah. Then we have the DC Comics, the New Fifty Two Special Edition, which has a really cool looking cover. If that's the cover of it, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and the Lady in the Red. Hood. The hooded lady, woman that yeah. we know is now named Pandora. Pandora. Yeah. So yeah, I'll get that definitely. I'll get that. I don't know what it's going to be, but doesn't matter. I'll get it. Yeah, it might just be a rehash of everything we know, but I'll still pick it up. Uh, then we have the Image Twenty, which is uh, I looked it up real quick here. It's a collection of different Image books that are going to be coming out. One is uh, G Man, which is kind of cartoony superhero. Uh, Guarding the Globe, which is a spinoff of Invincible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crime Terror, Revival, 
and then It Girl and the Atomics. Those last three I don't really know that well. Uh, I've heard of It Girl, but the nice, I don't know what it's. About. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of It Girl, and I think I even heard of Crime Terror, but I don't know. Uh, you can also the nice thing that that they have. There's a free preview. There's free previews on for the free comic book days for the digital so, stuff. Yeah, for so you can actually go to freecomicbookday.com and, you, and some of them you can actually click on the preview and they will take you to, to show you what it looks like. Now it, it all depends. Some places we go to locally around here, they'll let you have one of everything. Mm-hmm. Some places they'll let you have one or two books. Yep. If they let us have one of everything, I'm obviously going to take one of everything if it's there. I'll take one of everything I want. I'm not going to take one of everything because there's some things I have absolutely zero interest in. Well, that's getting. true, too. I have maybe no interest in, but I'll flip through it, and if I don't like it, we'll prize pack it or something. Because okay. it might not be available in all areas. True, but I'm only going to pick up the ones I'm interested in. <laughs> some of those might still end up being prize packages, but I'm sure. only going to pick the ones I'm sure. interested in. Uh, then we have Mega Man. Oh, uh, yeah. Which, again, is a reprint. Yeah. It's a reprint of the number one issue. Price packet. So I'll price pack it. I'll pick it up. I'll price pack it. But it is a good issue. You should definitely pick it up. Uh, I am a big fan of this series since, obviously, we covered it. Right. Uh, the next one I'm really excited about. Yeah, this is the pick of the whole thing for me. Yeah. Mouse Guard, Labyrinth, and more hardcover. Right. Hardcover. So it's a hardcover free comic. It's a 48, from my understanding, it's supposed to be a 48-page comic. Right. So it's a big comic, too. Yeah. It's going to be hardcover. It's going to go fast. Uh, these we got these through DCBS because you're allowed five. You're allowed five through DCBS through your order, and so we each ordered this one spe- specifically because we knew at the store it's going to go quick. Yeah. And if we if we get a chance to get one, we'll, we'll take one. We'll take one, yeah. To put it in a prize package, but not each one take one because we want right. other people to have them. Right. Well, we'll eat. No, we, you can take one, and I'll take one. We'll put All those right. in prize packages. You're allowed one, dude. <laughs> All right. So I'm not going to try to take a stack of them. I'm just going to take one. One. Okay. But I'll, I'll take one to put it in the price package. Um, right, but if we if it's there, through, if it's there, if it's yeah. there. Um, now I'll be at the comic book shop at 10 a.m. when they open. Yeah, me too. So yes, you said last year. Stop and pick me up. <laughs> you said that last year and you didn't. I know. No, I might be taking my nephews again just to. Oh really? Okay. So um, I don't. I don't know. They haven't. I haven't mentioned it to them. But last year, that's what I did. And I assume I'll do it this year too. Uh, then we have the Peanuts Adventures Time uh, Adventure Time Flipbook. I got the zero issue on this on DCBS because it was like seventy five cents right. or something. It was really good. A bunch of little peanut stories. Feel like the peanuts. I'll pick it up for the peanut side. Adventure Time. I don't really care. I know there's some people out there that like love Adventure. Love time. Adventure Time. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't get it. I can't get past the animation. So, yeah. but I'll check out the peanuts. Uh, then Star Wars and Serenity. It's a, a flip book. Yeah, definitely went to Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I I like both because I loved the series uh, Firefly and the movie Serenity. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely going to check out both of them. Obviously, more interested in the Star Wars one. I'm just taking a look at the preview here to take a look at see what the art looks like. Oh, the art pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Yeah. A little, little toonish, but it's not bad. Yeah, it's a little toony. Pencils are done by David Fabry. It's Dav- David Fabry, but I'm going to call him David. <laughs> David David It's written by Zach Whedon So I wonder if it's related to Josh, Josh Whedon his little brother he's trying to break in <laughs> Could be uh, Let's see Serenity I like the cover It looks okay Cover's nice uh, It's a, definitely a realistic painted style Right Well the script is bump, done by Zach Whedon The executive producer is Josh Whedon So maybe it is Maybe they are <laughs> Who knows Pencils and inks are by Fabio Moon Who I've heard that name before Yeah again maybe a little bit more tunish look to it, right. but still good. I'll be definitely eager to check that out. 
They got Transformers 80.5. Transformers 80.5. Even though I'm really excited about the hardcover, this is my pick because I am really, really, really wanting to see continue. what this does. This is the G.I. Joe 155 and a half. Right. So I am really interested to see what they do with this whole 80.5. Yeah, right after it the hardcover, awesome. this is the first one I'm going to grab. Yeah, well, this, this is going to be the first one. Well, it might be the hardcover I grab first just because it's going to go fast. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just like looking through, again, you can see preview art. The preview art looks sickly awesome. Looks good. <laughs> and, you know, you have Andrew Wildman doing art there. Just awesome. We have Grimlock as the king. Uh, me, Grimlock King. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I am all over that. Uh, then we have Yo Gabba Gabba Free Comic Book Day t- Comic Book Time. Uh, we'll not be picking this one up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it for my kid. My kid likes Yo Gabba Gabba. That's fine. Uh, then we have going, nothing nice to say. Huh? Going, no, I, I don't know it. I, uh-huh. I can't say nothing nice. I can't say anything bad about it. But I can't say anything nice about it. Well, the guy right there with the orange the, the with the orange hat is DJ Lance. Okay. And those are his Gabba friends. Basically, what they are is they're toys. And he opens up the toy box and he sets him down in Gabba Land. And they come to life. Okay. It's sure. a cool little concept. It's or, like yeah. HR Puff and stuff. Kind if of I was thing. a kid, I'd be into it, sure. Yeah. Silver Books. All right. Let's move on to those. So we got uh, 2000 AD Judge Dredd special. I will definitely be picking this up. Really? Uh, I like Judge Dredd. Again, you the only experience you have with Judge Dredd Stallone. is Stallone. Right. That is not Judge Dredd. All right. <laughs> I'll get it because it's free comic book day. Again, if they let me get one of everything. Yeah. If I'm not able to get one of everything, I will not be picking this up. <laughs> no, I won't either. But um, but again, it's it's something I am definitely interested in checking out. So uh, Then we have Animal Planet World Most Dangerous Animals. I will be picking this up. I like animals, especially the dangerous ones. Nice. So... I'm and I'm out. out. Oh, shut up. You don't <laughs> like animals, dude. I, that's not a fair statement. It is a fair statement. You like ducks. I like ducks. <laughs> Do you like monkeys? Yeah, sure. And panda okay. bears. Panda bears? Sure, they're cute. So you're a sissy. I guess. <laughs> kind of describing it, isn't it? Uh, you like grizzly bears? Well, yeah, sure. You like sure. lions? Tigers? They're okay. Tigers are okay. Yeah, I like lions, tigers. Lions, tigers, and bears? I like, I like tigers more than lions. Okay. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, panthers? Stuff like that. Mm, maybe a tiger. <laughs> you don't like a panther? They're okay. Black cat? I like a bobcat. Bobcats are cool, too. Yeah. I like panthers. Lynx. Panthers are cool. They're, yeah, they're, they're right. black and deadly. Yeah. Cheetahs? Like cheetah. Uh, cheetah. Really uh, fast? Like Chester teeth? cheetah. <laughs> really fast with teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's awesome. It's okay. Sharks? You like sharks? Okay, I mean, it, it, okay. Sharks are awesome. There's something wrong with. All right, what's the next one? We're gonna have to go into an episode of what's wrong with Chuck. Double <laughs> <laughs> uh, harder. Uh, Antarctic uh, is doing Zombie Kid. Uh, I will pick it up if it's available. It's zombies. You guys might be getting this one in a free pack, <laughs> right? Uh, then we have Anti, which I know nothing about. I don't either. Uh, it looks on the cover. There's an angel. Uh, which is a naked man with wings. <laughs> so you're in. Right. <laughs> Why would I not be? And then there's some chick in front of him with a sword, and I'm kind of afraid of the fact that he's naked and she's standing there with a sword. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, really. But uh, never never let your woman be in front of you with a sword when you're naked. <laughs> Words to live by, brother. Words to live by. Um, and then we have Arcana Presents Intrinsic. Okay. Again, something I don't know anything about. Looks interesting. It looks like a group of, of misfits. I don't know if these are all well, that part. That big black demon looking yeah. in the back looks pretty cool. Yeah. 
Uh, then we have a, Atomic Robo and Friends. I will be picking this up. I have, yeah, I've been, I've been hearing good things about Atomic Robo, yeah. so that, that's got me intrigued. I have uh, have uh, all the other ones. I've read all the other ones as far as the free comic book days. I will be buying a trade of Atomic Robo in the near future. Oh, maybe at the con. Maybe. Uh, maybe before then. Okay. So, because uh, I saw their fairly cheap trades, and I've heard nothing but awesome things, and I do like the, the free comic book day one, so I will definitely be checking that out. Uh, Bad Medicine number one, again, one Isn't that... that it- Bon Jovi comic? <laughs> Song. It's got, it's got, uh, yeah. So it's a Bon Jovi's comic. No, that was uh, off a New Jersey album. Yes, one of the I, to me the best album. Really, New Jersey. Yeah, Slippery When Wet was the best album. Dude. That's a great album. No, that's the best album. I love New Jersey. God damn, dude, dude, it had like that had everything on it. I understand. They both have everything on it. No, Slippery When Wet had. You give love a bad name on it. It had wanted dead or alive. I understand. That. It had uh, what was that? Tommy used to work on the docks. What was the name of that song? I'm so I forget. I'm not even telling you. Shut you up. insult me by not knowing that one. I know it. I just you know. It's living out of prayer. The number one. Living rock, out of prayer. Number one rock amp. Living out of prayer. I I, I got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we have uh, so bad medicine. I'm. If it's free, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'm going to support Bon Jovi any way I can. <laughs> It's not Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, then I'm out. Um, no, I'll, I'll check it out. Like I'm, I don't know if I'll get a chance to actually read it or not. But uh, and then there's Barnaby. There's Barnaby, which I remember Barnaby as a kid. He was a guy with a hat that uh, <laughs> it was a children's show. I think it was a different Barnaby. Uh, yeah, it's different. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'll be picking this one up. Okay, it's a big yellow cover. I'm not a big fan of yellow. <laughs> It's kind of a mustard. Uh, Buffy the Guild. <coughs> I'm out. Uh, I've caught shows of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've not. They've been good. It's a good show. I haven't seen it. Uh, I, however, never got like hooked on it like some people have. Yeah. And I've never. Picked There's up some hardcore Buffy fans out there. Yeah. I've Same never, thing with Angel. I've never picked up the comic. Uh, I will pick this up if it's free, and I'm able to. I mean, they're all free, but if I'm able it's to pick, free. if I'm able to pick up, this one's not costing. <laughs> If I'm able to pick up uh, more, like you said, if we're able to pick up all of them, which I did find out our local shop, York Comics, uh, is I talked to the guy there. He said they are supposed to have them all. Oh, cool. Uh, and you can, same as all every year, you can take one of everything. Well, that's cool. So uh, I think we know uh, with Carol and John's, they do the same thing where you can take one of everything. So, But last year, it seemed like York Comics had more of a selection. They did. More. They had the most. Different package York, plan. York something. seems to always have the most. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, then we have um, Burt Ward. Burt Ward, Boy Wonder. I will be passing on this. Did you get the Adam West one? I did not. <laughs> for good reason. All right. Censored Howard Cruz. I'm very curious in this one. They censored it? <laughs> because they censored it. <laughs> and like some ladies are feeding him grapes? Yeah. So on money? 
it doesn't look like anything I'd be interested in at all, but I'm intrigued by the sensor. <laughs> I don't know. If there's some... I don't know. If it's porn, I'm in. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But it's censored porn. I still might be in. It's like, it's like softcore porn on Skinamax. <laughs> I still might be in. Um, I will probably pass on that one, because... Unless someone on the forums or somewhere tells me, oh, you gotta get the porn th- book. <laughs> this is what it no, this is what it is, and <clears throat> something that en- ends up interesting me. Uh, then we have DC Nation, Superman Family, and Flipbook. Yeah, I'll get that. I'll get that too. Uh, it's got Green Lantern, it's got Young Justice, and it's got Superman Family. Yeah. So they all Sounds sound good. good to me. Um, dinosaurs and aliens. Dinosaurs versus aliens. Much like remember in the earlier I'm out. Remember the earl this is the part I don't get. Okay, so remember uh the Strawberry Shortcake episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> remember how I said uh, with Doctor Who and Star Trek you couldn't pick two things I would be least interested in? Right. This you could not pick two things I'd be more interested in. I love dinosaurs. I love aliens. <laughs> you're so gonna, it's your chocolate and peanut butter. Right, you're putting them together. One problem with this. I believe it's written by Grant Morrison. <laughs> really? So you're really in. So, so I'm not sure. I, I think what I heard is the, the Grant Morrison. What says Barry Summer, Summer Sodenfields? Yeah, but that's, I think, who wrote the original story. Oh, right here. Yeah, written by Grant Morrison. Yeah. On the cover, yeah. yeah. So I can't imagine there's a lot of dialogue in this book. Maybe you'll get the first free one, and then you'll take it from there. Yeah. Um, so I am interested in checking it out because, again, dinosaurs, aliens, I'm, I'm going to be there like 99% of the time. <laughs> so Don't piss me off. You, you, were never, you were never much into dinosaurs, you said. Not really. You were not a typical boy. I guess. So, um, well, I, I like the Triceratops. Okay. That's my favorite. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, leader. Velociraptor. Go figure. Velociraptor. Like the little pack, I like the. Pack. I used to like pterodactyls. So somebody said they're not pterodactyls. They're still pterodactyls. I don't know. They call them a different name now. Or There's something. a lot of different species. Yeah, but there one of them is pterodactyl. Okay, I so, like that one. Yeah, finding gossamer. Finding gossamer and stuff of legend. Man. I will, I will pick this up because stuff of, of legend. stuff of legend. Yes, I don't know anything about finding gossamer, but so, I'm happy to read. So I don't I don't want to poo poo it, but I don't know anything about it. So. Uh, so I will be picking up for Stuff of Legend. Me too. Now, the uh, next one has me intrigued. Graphic Elvis Preview. I'm in. I will not pick this up. I will. I'm not surprised. It's got Elvis on it. It's got gotta, Elvis. Gotta, You're going to pick it up, it, yeah. yeah. Infernal Devices, Clockwork Angel. It looks kind of manga-ish. Yeah. I might not get that not one. Not really that interested. Uh, Jurassic Strike Force 5. I will pick this up. Dinosaurs now, that are humanoid wearing body armor and carrying <laughs> guns and laser swords. <laughs> this one might be a pickup for me too. I mean, even though they're dinosaurs, but they're dinosaur like people. Yeah. So they're not all different size, and they're like they're probably like talking. Yeah. Like the dinosaurs. Right. It used to be four ordinary teenagers until one day we met some new friends from out of town. They were called. and I became the secret scouts, allies to these dinosaurs from outer space, and joined in their battles against Genghis Rex and the evil Tyrannos. The dinosaurs are leaving, Mosasaur.
I'll be in for that. Now, I, I did see this as an ongoing series that's out already. Okay. Because so, I thought, well, maybe this would be the first introduction to the yeah, series. Yeah. But it's not. It's already out. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's something that if I pick up the free comic book day one and I go like it, trade. I might go back and get the trade for it. Or if it's digitally for 99 it's, cents. It's being done by, if I remember right, it's being done by your people that do the myths. Uh, oh, Xenoscope? Xenoscope. I think Xenoscope does this one. I My think, people. I think. Yeah, your people. Those people who do the porn books? Right. Uh, then we have Lady Death, uh, The Beginning. Oh, sure. I'll pick it up. I'll check it out. I wasn't that thrilled with Lady Death <laughs> when I read the issues you had. Um, it was okay. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't it was bad. Just, it was just okay. Yeah. It wasn't enough to make me keep getting anymore, but it wasn't... Yeah. Eh. This will be one where I read it, throw it in the prize package. Yeah, I can see that. No need to keep it. Uh, Moomin Color Special. This is for little kids. I will not pick it up. <laughs> yeah. It looks very kitty. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Martian Special Edition. I'm out. I might pick that up because I did like the show. Oh, my God. But... It's I'm aliens. Gonna, I'm going to go no. It's aliens, dude. Yeah, but no. <laughs> if you're going to pick up Burt Ward. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to pick up Burt Ward. Are you going to pick up Burt Ward? I doubt it. <laughs> you doubt it? Yeah. You picked up the Adam West one. That's Adam West. <laughs> Burt Ward was in the Adam West Batman. Burt Ward's a dick. <laughs> so is Adam West. Yeah, but he's a funny dick. <laughs> All right. Um, There's different kinds of dicks in this world, right? <laughs> the Overstreet comic book marketplace. That's like the That's, price guide or yeah, something. I don't, know. I don't really need that. Yeah. Uh, Rockhead and Zinc Alloy 2 for 1 Or 2 for None Sorry yeah, I can't really see me Getting that either No me either uh, Smurfs and Disney Fairies Feet Tinkerbell I'm in Smurfs For Disney <laughs> I'm in for the Smurfs dude I would pick it up For the Smurfs Yeah um, Again one that I'll Probably read and throw In a prize package I'm keeping it But well I'm sure you will Well your wife's big Into the Smurfs I'm sure she's into Disney princesses somewhat Yeah I would hope <laughs> um, Maybe who knows Sonic the Hedgehog I will totally pick this up I pick up Sonic every year. Oh, yeah, it's, it's good. The only it's, thing it's I good. get of Sonic... Sonic is one of those ones, again, that I would like to maybe pick up a trade of it sometime. Because I do enjoy it. It's yeah. a fun read. Uh, it's one of those, like... I know there's people out there that they, they like their military book, or they like their superhero book, or they like their space books, and that's all they stick with. That's all they get. I like having my variety. And, yes, there are books that I pick up just because I know it's going to be a fun kid-type book. And, right, and Sonic's one of those where I pick it's like it up. One of those turn the brain off, just yeah. read it for giggles, just have and... a fun time with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do that with uh, the Darkwing Duck or the yeah. Rescue Rangers, all yeah. the Scrooges, yeah. Ducktales. Yeah, that, that's that's the stuff I like. Exactly. Uh, Spider Man season one, all over it. Sure, why would you not be? <laughs> it it's per- makes perfect sense. Uh, the Hypernatural. Are you gonna get Spider Man? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Why? Don't would, be worried there. Why you would say I not? Anything. You didn't say anything. I said, why would you not? Why would I not? Oh, well, I you? meant you in the general sense, you. You as us. Why would anyone not? Okay, there it's uh, The Hypernaturals. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about That's it. That's why I don't know enough about the it. The logo know. intrigues me. HN. Uh, so I like Supernatural. Hypernatural sounds even more than Supernatural. So. Hyper. <laughs> uh, top Shelf Kids Club. Won't be picking this up. Definitely for the kids. Yeah, it does look like it. Looks like Owly. Right. Uh, Valiant Preview. Uh I don't know anything don't that's know. in it. It's got yeah. Exo Man of War. Not a character I know anything about, so I don't know. Maybe. Now, maybe, yeah. Well, the next one, is that the, the second Voltron comic that's coming out? Voltron, no. This is Voltron Force Shelter from the Storm. This is this is the one that's based on the cartoon. The cartoon. Okay. It's done by Viz Media, which is not who's doing the, the comic we cover. I'll get this one. I'll get this one. I'm actually getting the, there is a small trade. For, from Viz Media of 
this uh, storyline. Okay. So I'm getting that. We won't cover it on the show because it's related to the cartoon. I just was interested in checking it out. Like we've mentioned before, we did it one time with Transformers Prime, which didn't turn out to be a good experience. Right. So we don't cover comics of our properties based on the movies, the cartoons, stuff like that. We cover them based on the comics that are created just for the sake of comics. Right. Uh, So this is one that I'll, I'll definitely check out. But yeah, the other one that's coming out is from Dynamite Entertainment. Okay. And that's that's coming out very soon. Uh, Walt Disney's Donald Duck Family Comics. Sure. Wow. I'll pick it up. It's Disney. I it's like Donald Disney. Duck, yeah. Donald Duck. I've always liked Disney, so. I've always liked Donald Duck. Right, that too. Uh, Witchblade Unbalanced Pieces. I'll be picking this up. Yeah, you like Witchblade. I like Witchblade. I'm get, going to getting nothing but trades when it comes to like Witchblade Darkness, all those. Uh, the uh, Magdalena, uh, that whole family of, of books there. Uh, I went to Strictly Trade. So this one I'll be picking up to check it out. And then we have Worlds of Aspen, which I probably won't pick up because the last two years I've picked up Worlds of Aspen. Yeah, I didn't really care for it. I didn't yeah. even, well, not like that, but I didn't even read it. Really? Like, I just set it aside and was like, okay, don't really care. Um, so that's all the free comic book days. Nice. Stuff. So... With that, uh, why don't we take a short break and we'll, we'll come back with some issues. Sounds good. The Transformers will return after these messages. Emerging from the dark humor that was the Beast Unleashed podcast, Steve Megatron, TFG and Mike, Pecan Court Michael, and the Cybertronian correspondent Optimus Solo move on to Transformers Animated with Transformation Animation Podcast. 20 episodes covering all three seasons of the cartoon, the books, and the awesome toy line. We'll also have cast and crew interviews, so get tapped with GCRN's next Transformers franchise podcast. Transformation Animation Podcast, available on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Get your tap on. Decepticons, transform and rise up. Ah, welcome to my throne room, Future Tales. The Beast Unleashed podcast is over, not gone. You can hear more of this great podcast discussing all the episodes of Beast Wars and Beast Machines on GeekCastRadio.com. We include voice actor and writer interviews with stellar hosting by Steve, Mike, and Michael. Head on over to iTunes or the net, or else I will send you my vehicles to extract your spark and destroy you. <laughs> yes. Movie Week in Review is the GeekCast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to MWire only on geekcastradio.com. We now return to the Transformers. From Springfield to Tatooine. Alright, so uh, last time, Chuck, we had some issues we didn't get a chance to cover. uh, Which were the Star Wars ones, the Transformers, and the Infestations. 
Now, you didn't get a chance to read the number two issues of Transformers, right? Not yet, no. So we're still going to cover them. I'll leave them here with you so you can still read them. So I'll be real brief with those. And then there is a comic out, uh, Dawn of the Jedi, that came out. Okay. Number one, we're not going to cover that today. We'll cover it next time we cover issues uh, because you haven't had a chance to read that one yet either. Uh, I will say if anyone's curious, it is a buy. It's def- I mean, I'll tell you right, right ahead of time what my pick on it is. Is It is a buy. It's worth picking up. It's worth reading. It's a very good Star Wars story so far. Uh, they cram a lot in that first issue. Nice. So, All right. So speaking of Star Wars, let's go right into uh, got Star Wars Agent of the Empire number two and number three. Did uh what did you give these? I, I gave both of those buys. Yeah. Nice, solid buys. This is a really good book. It is. Um, this is, uh, I think we mentioned it when we talked about the first issue, this is James Bond in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. This guy works for the Empire. Uh, his name is, I believe, Josiah Cross. He He's on uh, this uh, at this Imperial Embassy in number two. And he's he's totally playing the Bond part where he's all dressed up. He's kind of working the room, trying to find out information. Uh, he ends up meeting the, I think it was the ambassador's wife, who is a, I, I don't know, the, I can't remember the species names, but it's Kit Fisto style oh, yeah. alien. Um, it's that type of alien. Yeah, they're, they're like husband's dead and he gets all kinky with her. And- yeah, and yeah, he ends up, uh, she ends up coming on to him and she ends up getting naked. And, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, they end up doing it. And, and then they're talking afterwards, and her son, well, her stepson, yeah, comes in, knocks Cross out, and when Cross wakes up, the police are there, and she's dead. Right. And they have him marked as the suspect, the suspect who did it. So he realizes that he's being set up. He's not going to be able to do anything unless he's free. So he ends up busting loose, taking off, kicking some ass, Jumping on a speeder bike and flying out the window. That speeder bike image is awesome. Yeah, it was very awesome. It's a nice red one too, like a like the Crimson Empire, yeah, or something. So it, well, really I think sweet. too they said it's like an expensive model or something like yeah. that. But uh, yeah, so and then at the end of issue two, you got a one page uh, kind of summary of some of the characters. So it kind of gives you some background with some of the characters of, yeah. of who everyone is. So uh, we have it's not Josiah Cross. Uh, uh, Yahan Cross, J A H A N, uh, and then his uh, he ends up leaving his robot Inga behind. So, in issue number two, uh, issue number three, still being chased, trying to figure out some place he can hide. Of course, the cops come to the Millennium Falcon because that's where they've seen him before right. hanging out. And Han kind of like you know gets them to leave. Chewie gets upset. Uh, Chewie looks like a huge behemoth. Of a yeah. Bigfoot monster in this and thing. And much like Lando did, there's always an extra Han Solo uniform in the right. Millennium Falcon, so he dons one too. Right. So everybody's got the black pants and a white shirt on, like Han. This right. is awesome. I thought that was classic. <laughs> yep. So I here, laughed out loud when I saw that. So awesome. then uh, Cross was hiding out in the, in the Falcon, and he ends up going back and uh, approaching the, the son or the stepson, and he gets some information out of a safe. He ends up rescuing a girl. Uh, but in the process, he ends up having to shoot the stepson. So, of course, there's nobody that he can use then to to clear his name. Uh, he gets chased down by the cops, and he ends up making it look like he died in a crash, but he ends up flying out. And the 
they're like, oh, it's a shame that he died, and the one cop's like, yeah, and, and basically until I see a body, I'm not going to believe it. So. Right. So, and again, there's some more, with a, it's called coded transmissions yes. at the end, so you get a little bit more in detail of what's going on. Yep. Uh, then we have Crimson Empire 3, number 4. Solid buy. Definitely a solid buy. This is the best Star Wars series going on right now. Yes. But the second best, and it's not too far from it, is that Agent of the Empire. Yeah, definitely. Well, and that's the thing I mentioned to you. Uh, outside of one that we'll cover uh, in a little bit, right now I feel like Star Wars is firing on all cylinders. Really good. Uh, they, you know, you have Dark Times, you have Agent of the Empire, you have Crimson Empire, and you have Dawn of the Jedi. And they're soliciting another Darth Vader. Yeah. Ghost Prisoner. So they're coming out with the stuff that people actually would want to read. Exactly. Uh, So Crimson Empire, number four, uh, you know, we we get glimpses as to stuff that's that's going on as far as Kyrkanos is going to show up to talk to uh, Leia, and he's he's taken prisoner. So Mirith Sin comes and talks, talks with them to find out what's going on. They get some information. Luke decides he's going to, basically, Luke decides he's going to go check out the information. And, again, this is just a very short summary. So when Luke takes off, he ends up getting a, a transmission. They find out that he might be in danger. And then all of a sudden, just as he's about to escape, the whole his whole shuttle blows up. His whole ship blows up. And so we don't know what happened to Luke. Yeah. You know, is he okay? Uh, and, and this is, I, I like the the one with this book here because... You get the the backstory of Kanos, obviously, mm-hmm. and then you get other you know characters you're from more familiar yeah. with. You have Leia, Hans in this one. Yeah, you know Luke. You, you got Luke, obviously. Um, so yeah, it's it's in that time period of of, you, of the characters you know. Yeah, and there's that. What, what's that character class that uh, uh, Admiral Akbar is? Oh, Mon bon Calamari. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a guy in there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go, it's a trap, but... You know, right. <laughs> that would have been classic. It's a trap! Now we got uh, Dark Times uh, number four. What'd you give that one? I gave this one a buy. I gave it a borrow. Or no, I'm sorry, I gave it a borrow. I gave it a high borrow, but I gave yeah, it a Yeah, I gave it a borrow. Yeah, I gave it a borrow. Um, art is, again, beautiful. It's good. In it. It's good. So with this, what we had was where we left things off was uh, Das Jenner was attacking the caravan to, to save the girl. Uh, the sniper got him in his sights. Uh, Dash Jenner does take down all of the uh, different you know guys in the caravan. Uh, it's Ember is the girl he's trying to save. Uh, she meets a new uh, someone else that was a slave, so Das ends up helping free her. Just as he frees her and is about to free Ember, that's when the assassin tries to shoot him. Uh, he has to end up leaving Ember behind. So, of course, the sniper ends up taking Ember hostage. Uh, Das's former friends that were tracking him down, they uh, they arrive on the planet and they, follow, they find some of the destruction that he had left behind. Das helps out the slave girl by giving her his the, the animal that she was uh, he was riding. And he says, I'm going to go back and save Ember. Right. Ember tries to convince the assassin that, hey, you could use me because I'm not a fan of, his, of Das's either. But the assassin doesn't believe her. There's a whole sniper. Uh, his robot is snipered out to to take out Das when he shows up. She's tied to a pole. I like that part. Yeah, <laughs> she's got those mouth gags in her <laughs> balls in her mouth. Yep. So basically, uh, bait. Uh, his robot asks, you know, Das's robot asks, uh, if there's a trap, what will you do? And he says, I'll spring it. And his his robot, Das's robot's name is H two. 
he says basically Dash like takes a look to see that Ember is tied up, and he, he says, uh, "I'm glad you're here, H2." And the next thing we see is a shadowy figure with Das's helmet, helmet on yeah. and stuff like that. I'm sure it's H2. Yeah. Uh, walking toward walking yeah. towards Ember. Uh, they're making it look like it's Dash, but I'm sure it's going to be again. Ember's tied to a stake in the desert with a yeah. ball gag in her mouth, so she can't talk. <laughs> it looks like the, Chuck's a big fan yeah, of that. Big fan of that. <laughs> so it looks like the robot's taking his place with the same hat on, the same getup, walking there to spring the trap. Right. So it, it, it's 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 good. Yep. Then we have uh, Knights of the Old Republic War number one and number two, and this was um, a sequel to the Knights of the Old Republic series. It's, right. It's a mini-series as a sequel. Uh, what'd you give these? <sighs> one and two. Yeah. <laughs> I gave them both low borrows. Okay. I gave number one a snarf. Yeah. Number two, I gave a borrow, a, a mid-range borrow, because it got better in the second issue for me. I gave them love, both, both of them low borrows. Um, this is written by John Jackson Miller and pencils are Andrea uh, Muddy. Here's my big problem with this. It might be the same thing I had. What'd you get? Is that they really changed the character of Zane. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I realized the writer is the same, so in his opinion, this is who Zane becomes. <laughs> or he's evolving him, yeah. Yeah. And he's going a different way. Zane becomes a pussy, basically. Yeah. He Well, and here's the thing. He doesn't want to fight anymore, yeah. which to me doesn't make him a pussy. Don't. It's not that I'm saying that. What I'm saying Makes is him a coward. No, no. What I'm saying is he wasn't that way when we left him before. Right. He wasn't. And even if he did become one who said I don't want to fight, like when he's pushing the shove, he would fight. Right. So that's the type of character I think he should be. Plus, the other problem is we have none of his supporting characters from the previous series. Yeah. Where's his supporting cast? And this isn't like. Oh, we couldn't get the same actors. You're drawing You're the drawing damn book the and writing it, so it's you just wrote him out of it. Yeah, so he doesn't have them. Basically, what happens in this issue is he gets caught up in the Mandalorian War. Yeah, and I think what they wanted to do was focus more on Mandalorians with him interacting, yeah. and and less about everything else yeah. that we already read about. And basically, what happens in the first issue is he gets he gets captured along with with the uh, general that was leading a leading the battle and trying to enlist Zane. Uh, they both get captured by Mandalorians and taken prisoner, and we find out that the Mandalorians actually have Jedi working for them. Working for them, yeah. So that's what happens in the first issue. Uh, Again, so, in a low borrow. Yeah, second issue was was a solid borrow for me. The art is good in both books, uh, but we basically see a battle raging out between the Mandalorians and the Republic. Zane and his general both being forced. The one cool thing is we do have uh, a Mandalorian by the name of Crake. Crake, yeah. Or Kra-ake yeah. is how it's, it's, it's Cobra it's, Commander. It's K-R-A, uh, like apostrophe, A-K-E. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was like, well, that's a nice little Star Joe's crossover there. Uh, we find, you know, they take over the Republic, uh, and we find out that one of the Jedi leaders for the Mandalorians is like very, he's very charismatic, he's he's leading the tr- leading the charge. They're taken in by some other man. Uh, Zane and the general are taken in by some uh, Mandalorians to rest and sleep in their tent. Gypsies. Yeah. The one, uh, the general try- in the middle of the night tries to attack the one Mandalorian and Zane stops him. Uh, he gets his ass handed to him and then he gets sent to the slave pits, basically. Yeah. Um, you, you never tell him you got a pretty mouth. I mean, no. That's what happens. No. Then we find out that uh, dreadnought ships are. are dreadnoughts? Strong. No, not dreadnoughts. Dreadnoughts. Oh, oh. 
they're they're ripper and yeah. torch were like doing something no 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 they're bringing they're bringing in those ships to take over the next planet which actually ends up being zane's home world it's home world yeah so i thought that was a neat twist like i said that's yeah. what made a borrow for me it, it, that's yeah that's a borrow like i said good battle there's scene. really not a lot overall yeah. going on little small things the only thing that makes this knights of the old republic is zane yeah and what makes this less of a comparison or lesser a book mm-hmm. is because Crimson Empire is so good, and so is Agent of the Empire. Right, those are so good. Yeah. It, it makes this one seem less. Well, and Knights of the Old Republic is one of my favorite Star Wars series. But then also, just by comparison of reading them, right? But then you read it, and you're like, "Well, where's Jeriel? And where like he refers to his girlfriend? Yeah, but then she's not there. She's not there. And then we have Roland Dyer. He's not there. We don't right. have Griff. Griff was a Griff. Griff yeah. was. Like, no one read Knights of the Old Republic for Zane. No. They read it for, a lot of time for Griff. Yeah. To find out what Griff was going to say. That's your Chewbacca who speaks. And to me, this is the one thing with I said. A, with an attitude. This is the one, Chewbacca speaks, you just don't understand what he's saying. Well, right. <laughs> so does R2 in your world, but I don't right. know what he's saying. Swear words, every word. To me, Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic War is like the difference between the trilo- the original trilogy and the prequels. Okay. In some sense. Because what you have is Knights of the Republic, you had your core group. You had you had Zane, you had Jeriel, you had Roland Dyer, you had Griff, you had the robot 2B, or I can't remember what the heck his name was, but... Doobie? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but you had, the, you had the droid. You know, you had, had the Other core group. And, and just him, like yeah. the original trilogy, they did split up at times, but then they right. would come back together. It was always uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, right. Leia, the Luke, Han, Chewie, C-3PO. Han, Chewie, yeah. Yeah. Then you have Knights of the Old Republic War, which focuses on Zane and brings other characters in and out all the time. Just like the prequels where you have Anakin and Obi-Wan, and you kind of bring other characters There's in and out. There's Qui-Gon Jinn in for a while, now he's out. Right. There's Padme in for a while, now she's, she's out. out. Yeah. Right. So you don't have your core characters that are on an adventure together. Right. And that's kind of what's happening with Knights of the Old Republic War. So... So that I mean, yeah. it's it's an like again, if you, if you second issue was one, okay. If you want to get one Star Wars story, get Crimson Empire. Right. If you want a little bit more than that to broaden your expanded universe, right. Pick up Agents of the Empire. Now, Agents of the Empire, I have a feeling as long as it does well with the first miniseries, there will probably be multiple miniseries because they've set up a character that you could do that with. Right, and, and that would be cool. Yeah, because then you could trade it. So if you're if you're looking, Crimson Empire three is probably going to be done. After this, unless they find something else they can do with Kyrkanos. So it'll probably, probably be in done. a trade, and yeah. obviously there's one, two, and three yeah. if you get the trade. So if you're looking for a Star Wars book, personally I would say if you're looking for a Star Wars book to pick up right to now. continue. That might continue, it'd be Agent, Agent of the Empire. Yeah. Now you might change your mind once you read Dawn of the Jedi. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. Because Dawn of the Jedi, the first issue really impressed me. So, alright, now we got Transformers. We have More Than Meets the Eye 1 and 2. Uh, you did not read number two, two, but what did you give number one? Oh, I, I, that's a buy. Okay, yeah. I thought we we covered that. We one did, the, the and I'm not gonna, so I'm not going to go over like the the actual story of it, yeah. um, because we did cover it when we did the altered egos. Right. Uh, I gave the, both of these a buy. Yeah. Because they both, I, I'm really digging the story. The art, it's a low buy because of the, the art. art. Yeah. Um, but it's still I just wish bad. it would be a little bit better. It's not that it's bad or it's, it's not bad art. It's just cartoony. And we've seen better art on Transformer books. Yeah, and I don't even want to say better art. I want to say art more to my liking. 
Because, again, it's not... I would say better. It's not... <laughs> well, no, because it's not bad art. No, it's not bad. It's it's good art. It's just more cartoony than I would want my Transformers to be. Exactly. So, that's what I'm saying. It's not... It's just not art to my liking. Yeah. Um, so... Not my preferred style. Right. So, basically, what happens in number two, and I'm going to do a real, real short, condensed version of it, especially because you still have to read it. But the thing I'm really liking that they're doing with the Transformers books right now, and I kind of briefly mentioned it last time we covered issues, is... They are making these comic books now. Yeah. They are not making these Transformers comic books. They are making these comic books where you have multiple subplots. It reminds me almost of like Chris Claremont days in the 80s of X-Men where you had all these different different subplots going on, stuff that you could touch on two years from now that reference back to issue number one. That's cool. Yeah. And so I, I'm really, really liking that. Uh, so what basically happens in issue number two is... The Autobots that, uh, this is Hot Rod's group, or Rodimus Prime's group, or Rodimus's group is what he's just being called. Yeah, he's just Rodimus now. Uh, he, his group is out there trying to find all those. If you remember that after the explosion, there was a bunch of robots that are Transformers that got lost. Mm-hmm. They, they flew out of the ship. Well, they're going out and, and salvaging them and finding out if there's any that still survived. In the meantime, we have a little another mystery that popped up, which is Skids, which I did have Skids as a Transformer growing up. And what he's done is he's all of a sudden waking up, and he doesn't know who he is or where he's at. There is a scroll on the wall behind him of his own ship that says, you haven't escaped, they're all around you. Yeah. So we don't know what that means. It uh, almost goes back to that shockwave He's, yeah. You know, image where the exactly. on the wall there. He starts to remember who he is. He remembers that his name's Skids. He at first thinks his name is Scum, which was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, then he he j- decides to jump out of the ship because it's kind of crashing. <laughs> yeah. So Good what, move. Yeah. So, uh, so he does that. And then uh, what he does is uh, we go back to the... Or the ship crashes, and these guys come out of the ship... Uh, like the ship, what's left of the ship transforms into these robots, these giant robots that are starting, are going to start attacking. And all they say is 1984. That that's the only thing that they know how to say. Um, so well, we don't know what that means. Yeah, early days of Van Halen. That's all you really needed to say. Was <laughs> 1984, right? Like I said, that that's why we named this episode what it is. So. I'm trying to look up real quick because I think there's a reason why they're called why they say 1984 because I thought that that's when Transformers started. Yeah, first appearance 1984. Okay. So there's a reference to I wasn't sure if it was 83 or 84, but I assume that that's why they said they're having them say 1984. Obviously, that's not going to be the reason in the comic <laughs> that they're saying right. 1984. But I thought that was a nice little nod there. Uh, Ratchet's repairing a lot of different troopers, Cyclonus and Blur. Have a little uh, discussion because remember, if our uh, not blur, uh, whirl. If you remember, whirl and Cyclonus had a little fight going on in the first issue, yeah. so they're like, "Okay, you guys need to kiss and make up." And so they, so Cyclonus grabs them and hugs them, but then he says, "I'm going to kill you, yeah, and nice, you're not yeah. going to know when it's going to happen." Skids finally meets up with the other Autobots and Cybertronians, and they help take out these robots that were trying to kill them. Rodimus gives a nice little speech to everybody, but then he gets alerted by Red Alert that they might actually have a spark eater on board. Oh. So we will find out what man eater. that is. Yes. Man eater. And uh, 1984, uh, side one of that, 
because mm-hmm. records, the albums yeah. had sides. Yeah. Uh, we had the 1984, the instrumental, Jump, Panama, Top Jimmy, Drop Dead Legs, Side 2, Hot for Teacher, Nice, I'll Wait, Girl Gone Bad, and House of Pain. Nice. That's your Van Halen history lesson sure. right there. All right, so we got Robots in Disguise, number one and number two. Did you get a chance to read either of these? I think you read number one. Number one. Okay. What'd you give that? Bye. Yeah. This is more solid by The art on this, I think, is a lot better. I thought so, too. Um, or a lot more to my liking, I should say, again. Not that it's bad. In the other yeah, the, from what I read, the Robots in Disguise would be the the one that, if you were asking me to pick one yeah. that I like better... Yeah. would be Robots in Disguise above more than meets the eye. Yeah, we're following uh, <laughs> Bumblebee and his group, and we have Metal Hawk there, who's part of the Nails, uh, or he's kind of leading the Nails. Uh, we find out that some of the Decepticons are being listed to help control the Nails, but they have these chips in them to keep them under control. Uh, in fact, a couple of them get out of hand, and when, what ends up happening is Bumblebee says, you know, don't make me have to use this and the Decepticon, I believe it was Taurus, he doesn't listen. Or I'm sorry, Hora Bull. Hora Bull. Hora Bull. <laughs> he doesn't listen. What he, a chat. He's beaten up this one nail. So Bumblebee activates it and blows his head off. Yeah. So it's a detonator chip, I guess. This is an example of where, at least so far, where a Transformer gets killed and stays killed. Yeah. So far. So far. So I so evidently you could blow their head off and they're done. But yeah. we don't know if he can be rebuilt. Yeah. They just haven't rebuilt Bigger, yet. better, yeah. stronger, faster. Six million dollar <laughs> robot. You never know. <laughs> all right. Then we got uh, number two. And again, since you haven't read, I'll be real brief when it comes to this. Uh, what we find out actually is that Bumblebee wasn't in control of the detonator chip. Okay. It was actually the Decepticons controlled it. Oh, nice. To fool him because they've actually gained control over their chips. Skywarp uh, did some spying to kind of see what was going on. Starscream actually meets up with Prowl. So Prowl, again, has got his own agenda going on. Nice. And he tells him, look, they're going to, you know, there's some bad things that are going to be going on at this rally that's coming up, and I wanted to let you know. And he's like, why would you side with me? He says, it benefits me as well. So he says there's going to be a sniper. So what Prowl does is it's Skywarp, and he attacks Skywarp. Uh, We have Ratbat then, who's playing that whole senator role. RC, basically, he goes back to his hiding because he's like, the plan didn't work. I need to find out what's going on. Right, right. RC's waiting for him and slices his wing off, and then she takes him down. And kind of leaves it a mystery there as far as, like, who actually took him out. Right. So Bumblebee says in his speech near the end, we will forge our new future together, looking forward with hope. And all of a sudden, we get a message uh, from the crowd. It says, Bumblebee, it is time for a new order. And it's Starscream. And he says, for all Cybertronians, if we truly wish to give up the ways of the past, we must all stand together, even Decepticons. After all, if you and I can put our, aside our differences, anyone anyone can. For the future of Cybertron, Starscream must join you. So, and then there's a little bit after that, too. Uh, so basically, Starscream's saying, hey, if you're saying we need to put out all our past, you know, everything in the past, then... Sounds good to me. I'm going to side with you, too. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Nice. All right, next, uh, last but not least. Oh, uh, my God. Well, maybe last but least. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, We've got uh, Infestation 2. We got Infestation 2, number one. Infestation 2, Transformers, number one. And Infestation 2, Transformers, number two. 
So, Infestation 2, number one, what'd you give this? That's a snarf. This is a snarf. It's not good. I don't know if you felt the exact same way I did. This followed the first Infestation almost exactly. Yeah. Well, we get some understanding as to what, you know, some background to Cthulhu and H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. So maybe if you like the first infestation... Maybe you'll like this one. Maybe you'll like this one. I I really didn't care for it, so I really don't care for this one. Here's my big problem with this. And it's not giving anything away because it happened in the first infestation. We have the CVO, which is a bunch of characters I could give two shits about. But aside from that, even if I did care about them, this, again, was supposed to be a crossover. Yeah. And the cover shows... The crossover characters. Shows the crossover characters. Does not... And shows the Cthulhu stuff. Does not show any of the CVO. No. None of the CVO are on this cover. We have Danger Girl, Snake Eyes, Optimus Prime, uh, Raphael, and one of the uh, vampires from 30 Days of Night. That's it. Where are they in that book? So, we get the... We get a little glimpse on page four with a panel of a Cthulhu monster showing up in each one of the worlds. But they're small panels... And then the very last page, we get, just like we did in Infestation number one, we get, like, this breakout panel where we see, like, the different dimensions that the the Cthulhu monster is impacting. That's the only crossover moments in this entire book. Yeah. Uh, We get Brit, who evidently got better from Infestation number one. Uh, But all these Cthulhu Cthulhu monsters are attacking them and stuff like that. And they're they're attacking a Cthulhu uh, convention. Yeah, to, to me, the only good part about this book is there, there's some there's some girls in here with some big boobs. Yeah, that's and it. they show them, and that's it. Well, I they mean, don't show the boobs. No, but, yeah, there's but enough they show a lot hanging of out. Yeah. There's enough cleavage hanging out. Yeah, but I mean, it's all right, but yeah. but don't tote this as a crossover of these properties and and put it right flat on the first page or the cover. And very deceptive. They're not even in there. Very deceptive. Not even in there. So, that's my problem with that one. Yeah. All right. Infestation 2, Transformers number 1 and number 2. What did you give these? I gave them both a borrow. They're okay. okay. They're okay. I gave the first one a buy. I gave the second one a borrow. And the buy is a low buy, but it, it's still a buy. Again, kind of tied into the whole infestation problem. Yeah. Didn't really see any connection to what yeah. was happening in infestation, the first issue. Um, Maybe you'll get more clarification in the second, but yeah. You don't. That's the problem. You don't. All right. You, so basically... I mean the second infestation. Oh, the second infestation. Right. We don't have But, like, in the number one and number two of the Transformers crossover, you get a pretty good Transformers story. That's what I'm saying. It's a pretty good Transformers story. It's not great. It's with, okay. With monsters. Yeah, it's okay. But but not anything to do with what was happening with the CVO or anything. CVO no. don't even appear in this issue. Yeah, if you could get both of these issues in a 50-cent bed... And you spend a buck for both of them, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I really like the first issue, first issue especially. You get some really good art. You got some cool monsters. You got some cool robots. You don't, I will say, you don't need to know anything about Infestation to, to enjoy, enjoy this. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Um, this also, one one problem I did have with this, which was what made the first issue and the second issue, but made the first issue a low buy, is you had to be somewhat familiar with the Hearts of Steel storyline that they did, IDW did a while back. Which was the Transformers during the Revolutionary Period. Right. If you didn't know that, you could be a little lost. And that's like the Transformers going back in time. Well, no. More so what it was... Well, they that, were like older, and they would transform to older vehicles. Older. It was things. almost like an alternate reality, in some sense. It wasn't the world that we know. Yeah, it wasn't us, yeah. 
Um, it was it was like an alternate reality even from the IDW continuity, but the idea was that they woke up earlier, so they woke up during the industrial industrial revolution, revolution instead of during the eighties. Yeah. So uh, what we have here is we we basically have some monsters are showing up in this town. We have uh, Nikola Tesla gets involved. So all the all those things happen. All right. So they basically uh, say. What they decide to do in order to stop these monsters is that they're going to need to go find Optimus Prime. Right. Uh, and so the last panel we find Optimus Prime way up in north, and frozen, frozen. and that's that's a cool that's a cool pose. Yeah, uh, and I think we have it's uh, I believe it was Ratchet, Trailbreaker, and Bumblebee heading up to to go find. It's it. a good team. So, it's yeah. a good team. It's, yeah. yeah, it's okay. It's a decent book. It's it's okay. Yeah. To borrow. Uh, then the second issue. This is one I gave a borrow because much like the first time with Infestation. Felt it just wrapped up way too quick. Yeah. Um, so we have, you know, the town is infested. The Decepticons are infested by these Cthulhu type monsters. They uh, they call upon the experts of Nikola Tesla, which again, that's pretty cool, um, to help revive Optimus Prime. Uh, he is revived. They go to to save the town. Optimus has these awesome buzz saws that he pulls out I like his, those yeah. yeah I remember those from the cartoon yeah, too where you have, awesome. have these saws and he was just starts chopping away the at the monster tentacles he, of it or something yeah, yeah he goes underwater with the monster they don't know if he survived but then of course he does survive and they go about their, their business they basically have like military people that show up at the end and approach uh, Nikola Tesla and the one scientist who knew the, uh, the Autobots what, and you said, know what, you know, went, on what went on here? And they're like, uh, no, sir, we don't really know. And then that's the end. Yeah. Again, no tie to the CVO, no tie to what's going on in the main infestation book. Uh, just monsters versus robots. And if you want monsters versus Transformers, that's a book to pick up. Yeah. So, Especially if you can find them cheap at a con or something yeah. like that. It's, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. So, uh, and like I said, good art. The art yeah. was really good on it. In fact, I'd like to have this person as the artist on uh, the More Than Meets the Eye book. It's a little different, a little darker. Yeah, darker, more uh, <laughs> more of the style I would it, like. It's, it's, it's definitely a good borrow. It's worth your time to read it. It's, it's definitely pretty good. Yeah. So with that, we'll go ahead and take a, another short break and then come back with a, a Kung Fu grip. Sounds good. Okay. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Hey, this is Quinn Johnson, and I'm a professional comics writer. I've worked on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kung Fu Panda, and more. And I'm Robert Atkins. I'm a professional comics artist, and I've worked on G.I. Joe, Amazing Spider-Man, X-Men, and so many other projects, I'm getting tired just thinking about it. We love what we do, and that's especially true with our creator-owned series, Elders of the Runestone. With the Kickstarter program, you can make this dream come true by helping us fund the production of the first four-issue miniseries. You can pledge anything from $5 to $25 to $250. Or more. To help Elders of the Runestone become a reality. What do you get in return for your pledge? Here's where the really cool stuff comes in. You can get an electronic copy of the first double-sized issue before it hits stores. A special edition black and white sketchbook with behind-the-scenes artwork and interviews. You can even get yourself inserted into Elders of the Runestone as a recurring character. Every pledge makes a huge difference. Become a part of the RuneStone team by helping this series make it into stores nationwide. Follow us on our website at runestonecomic.com and our Elders of the RuneStone Kickstarter page. The cutoff date is April 8th. Thanks in advance for your pledge. You guys totally rock. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Alright, uh, well you actually have a couple... 
things maybe you wanted to cover. I don't know if you want to cover both of them today. Yeah, we or? could do a real short, okay. I guess, too. And just to let you guys know, we uh, we do, you know, we mentioned before that we, you know, received a lot of things from some listeners. We will definitely cover those in some future Kung Fu Group reviews, some of the things that we got from some people to, to give an honest review of those. Uh, but right now, these this is uh, for those Masters of the Universe fans. Yes. Uh, Chuck received a couple figures from uh, from Mattel, from, from Matty Collector. Yes. Yeah. Well, you, you paid for them. You didn't receive. I didn't from, receive them. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I bought these. Bad w- boys. W- wish that was the case, but you know. no doubt. Uh, first off, I got Fisto and I got the Sorceress. Okay. So uh, Fisto, if you want to go ahead and read that in sure. your better voice than I do, <laughs> uh, it's real name Malcolm, uh, the older brother of Duncan, Randor's first man at arms. Malcolm served under King Miro uh, during the Great Unrest but was wounded in battle and stricken with magical amnesia. Wandering through Eternia, he settled in the Mystic Mountains in a mining settlement, unable to piece together how he lost his battalion. His life changed when the Snake Men attacked his town and he helped save the Masters of the Universe from their trap. But in doing so, Malcolm shattered his right hand. In gratitude, Duncan replaced it with a robotic strong arm. Now known as Fisto, he has made up his bro- uh, made up with his brother and fights as heroic member of Masters of the Universe, smashing evil with his giant knuckles. Right. Now that storyline is from the 2000 X com- cartoon. Okay. So basically, Duncan is Man at Arms. Malcolm is Fisto. Mm-hmm. Great little bio. Now, was he always known as Malcolm? No. Okay, so this is another, Not to my knowledge. another name that they came yeah, up they with. Yeah, they just gave to him. I don't think he ever had a name besides Fisto. Okay. Did they refer to him as Malcolm in the 2000X, though? I don't think so. Okay. Not to my knowledge. I haven't gotten to his They did refer to yet. him... Oh, that's like season three, I think. Okay. They um, they do refer to him as uh, Duncan's brother, mm-hmm. and they, they do have a scuffle, a little, you know... Gotcha. And it's hinted at that... Fisto and the Sorceress are the parents of Tila. It's hinted at. Yeah. But with the figure, basically what you get is you get an alternate head. You get two heads. Mm -hmm. You get the regular vintage style head, and you get the 2000X inspired style head with the headband. Right. You get uh, the regular sword, triclop sword, I'm sorry, in purple that -hmm. he came with as a toy. And you get the giant, huge... Which is kind of looks kind of like the sword that Cloud has for Final Fantasy, the game yeah. Final Fantasy VII. Just, but basically, why they put that in there was because the statue in the 2000X it never came with the sword. Okay. So they they threw that in as a little bonus for that in case you do have that or the 2000X not statue the 2000X um, figure. Okay. And it's it got a little fist on the end of the hilt, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Now, did he actually use this big sword in the cartoon? I don't believe there was a sword in the cartoon. I, I could be okay. mistaken, but the, the fist was definitely used. Okay. And the fist was way overdone. It was huge. It was like... Way the, huge. Yeah, probably twice the size of this one here. And he does come with a belt that just pegs right on. Now, the belt has a little book, a little bottle, a little pouches and stuff like that. Ram's head on it, so I wouldn't put it on here. I'm going to display mine with the vintage head, the purple triclop sword, and the belt. Nice. So I thought that's a pretty good look. And he's got those same, you know, purple and silver armor, and that's just, you know, yeah. an armor piece over the standard buck. No, it's it's a great-looking character. I, I really like everything about him, except for his name. Oh, Fisto? Fisto. Or, or Malcolm. No, Fisto. We just um, call him Malcolm? Yeah, I'd call him Malcolm. Malcolm in the middle. Malcolm, brother <laughs> of Duncan. Yeah, I mean, he's a cool character. He's definitely very Masters. He's my type of Masters of the Universe type character. Very barbarian-looking. Yeah. 
and there's a little like uh, I don't know what you would call it, like uh, a sheath of some sort, some sort yeah. where you could definitely put that big sword in the back, right? You know, and it, it fits in there snugly. Yep. So you could definitely, you know, you could hold it, display it. Yeah. <coughs> so you're not going to lose it. So basically, the only thing you have to worry about is a second head. A second head, yeah. Which you can put on the end of a sword. And, yeah, separate <laughs> head or something, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a character I really like. I just don't really care for the name of Fisto. Um, going back to a question that, that Crash had asked us as far as the real name things yeah. or the bios. Uh, he asked about the bios in general. I'm I, okay with this bio. I like most of the bios yeah. in general. I, much like many people, I think, have a problem with the whole real name. Now, with him, real name being Malcolm, that's fine because Man at Arms' real name it's is Duncan. Duncan. Yeah, so, so it's like a regular kind of name. That, uh, that is understandable. It's when they do it to characters like Beastman. Like, I don't need Beastman to have a real name. Or, you know, Merman. He, he's, or, yeah, he's, he's, Beastman. he's Beastman. He's Merman. That's all or I need to know. Buzz Off is. Right. Yeah, I just need Buzz Off. That's fine. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, but, you know, when you have the human character, I understand, like, that's his code name or something like that. Or, you know, that's his battle name. But. Not every character needs that. So, no. But the bios, like, there's some stuff in the bios that people don't like and some stuff people do like. Most of the stuff I read in the bios I'm totally fine with because it's its own, to me, how I interpret it, it's its, it's own. It's another story. It's its own alternate version of the Masters Universe. Right, and for me what it is is the bios is it's, it's a story on the back of the card. Yeah. If, if you want it to be... It doesn't have to be. It, right. It's up to you. Like, when people lose their mind by saying, well, that's not what it was in Filmation, I'm like, right, it wasn't. But Filmation wasn't what it was in the mini-comics either. Right. And that's not what it was in the 2000X either. So it's like, it's they're all just different yeah, versions. versions so yeah. it's whatever you want to choose. All right. All right the next so, figure. So we have Sorceress, real name Tila Na, which I'm sure is them nodding more t- to the fact that it might be Tila's mom. No, that was her real name. Okay, it was her yeah, name. Yeah, that goes back. That's that's history. Which, yeah. Okay, so how you would not know that that must be Tila's mom? I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> clever. Growing up in a small Eternian village, Tila Na helped defend her people from the horde uh, from a horde scout ship, and had discovered her her planet on a magic magic locating mission. Recognized for her loyalty, courage, and wisdom, the current aging sorceress chose Tila Na to take up her title and defend Castle Grayskull's secrets from, uh, for the next generation. During her reign as sorceress, Tila Na not only cast the spell to clone the Sword of He, he also, she also cloned herself uh, by Skeletor, who desired a magic-wielding bride to pass as his, on his legacy. With the help of Man-at-Arms, Tila Na saved the clone child, and it was through her undying love and devotion to this baby girl that Tila Na gave her up to Man-at-Arms, Awaiting the day when her daughter would become the new sorceress and guardian of the of Castle Grayskull's secrets. Yeah. So this bio does have a lot wrong with it. That, that one says that Teal is a clone. Yeah. The first part of the bio is the whole origin of the sorceress. Yeah. From from filmation, it's called the origin yeah. of the sorceress. <clears throat> so that part's yeah kind of filmation accurate. That that part I don't have a problem with. It's when we get into the whole cloning stuff that I start having problems. That's what a lot of people have problems with his bio. Yeah, because that's Star Wars. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> um, the figure itself, uh, you know, along from the bio, you pick out what you like of the bio, pick out what you don't like. It's the yeah. words on the back of a card. Right. Uh, figure does come with uh, Zor, Zoar, um, the, the bird, the perch. It's it's got a nice Which color. In, in the filmation version, was the sorceress transformed into the bird so she could leave the castle? Right. Now the way the toy was, it came with like a 
a little accessory that you would put on the bird where the bird would have missiles on it and stuff like that, like a right. battle flight. Because every bird needs missiles. Who wouldn't, yeah. So that that's available. You can put it on. You can take it off, whatever you want. Display it with it on. Display it with it off. It's a perch. Yep. <clears throat> now, to me, the Sorceress looks great. I mean, it looks oh, yeah. 100% filmation. Right. Really nice figure. Headdress looks good. The only problem with it is the pegs on the back, on the arms. Basically, it kind of holds the feathers yeah, and the, the feather look. The pegs, yeah, the pegs actually hold the, the wings, her, her feathery wings. Yeah. So if you put her hands, like, out to get something, the wings, it, it doesn't... The wings it, come with it. It loses the illusion that she's wearing, like, a cape of wings. Yeah. But how much are you going to pose her in that position? Yeah, basically what the, most people do with the iconic position is when she raises her arms... You put know, her arms her, out, yeah. You know... And I'm going to give you a, you know... A big hug. Yeah, kind of position, <laughs> I guess. The, the Jesus Christ pose. <coughs> While on the cross? Yeah. All right. We'll use that as a reference. <laughs> once you nail her to a cross, uh, the wings fall, fall down. Mm-hmm. And once you put her arms down to her side, they collapse they on in. themselves. Yeah. Fold in. And, I mean, she could bend her elbows out and everything like that. So it's that all works. not a problem, not an issue. Yeah. It's good articulation with the, you know, the legs. The feather skirt doesn't hinder that. Yeah. Good articulation with the knees. And There's everyone, no. And everyone loves a good woman in a feather <coughs> in a feather skirt. So. Right. It's very tight with the joints on both of these figures. I saw, which was I was impressed. That's they good. weren't loose. Yeah, that's good. So they're able to stand up pretty you know easily and freely on their own. Uh, the headdress itself doesn't look like it comes off. The head the head moves, but it's it is you know impeded a little bit by the headdress. It's kind of mm-hmm. like longer hair. Yeah. I mean. What do you think of it? No, I think it's a it's a beautiful piece. I kind of do like you were mentioning with the headdress. I kind of wish it would come off. Um, yeah. I don't know what you would put underneath it, like just like hair, and that's it. And well, like, I mean, that's what she looks she like. Have like a golden yeah like a headdress dome piece. Or I mean, I never seen her without her <coughs> hair. The headdress, um, yeah, the headdress on. So, well, in Origin of the Sorceress, that's when you introduce a yep. Tila. Nah, she didn't have red hair like she Tila do, did. She can do the funky chicken. The funky chicken. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a beautiful figure. It looks just like the cartoon I grew up with. So maybe if one of the hands, because both hands are in like the kung fu grip pose or right. the action pose. If one of them maybe was like your hands or fingers were out, like she's casting a spell or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe that would be a little bit better, but. All in all, I'm happy with it. It's a good figure. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Cisco and Ebert, yeah, you're doing that. That's nice. So, yeah, it's a good figure overall. Yeah. Um, Man, if she could take that fist from Fisto, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she, she seems a little small to be able to take the fist. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, these were the first figure. I also wanted to point out one thing. When I ordered these on Maddie uh, the day they went on sale, if you don't have a subscription, these were the first figures that I, I bought that were... $22 okay, instead yeah. of 20 Right. So the price did go up a little bit, but... To get the figures you want without being forced to buy the other ones, I'm... It's okay. I'm, I'm okay fine with yeah. paying a couple more dollars. <clears throat> and again, they were the same price they were since they were out in, what, uh, what 2008, 2009. So right. Prices do go up on things. So yeah. Uh, I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah. Zor is the same. It's the same bird that we've got before. Right. It's the same bird that you got with, uh, with uh, Beast, Beast Boy. Yeah. Beast Boy. Yeah, from the DC Classics line. I it's got Beast, green, Beast yeah. Boy, and it's all green version of the bird. So little screw in the bottom of the perch to hold it together. Yeah. So now, did you have a perch with Beast Boy? I did not have a perch with Beast Boy. All right. So I just put him on people's arms. 
There you go. <laughs> Again, it's a nice accessory. Sure. Mattel's definitely got their money out of this bird. Yeah. So they've done it a couple times. Yep. And you just have to paint a different color. It came with, I believe it came with the original T-Lib. was a different color. It wasn't the filmation color okay. here. Uh, Evil Lynn has uh, Screech. Okay. It's like uh, the same bird. Same bird. It's just purplish. Okay. And obviously now we have the Sorceress transformation bird. Which is probably the one that Zor. most people would want to have. That This is the one people wanted. Yeah. yeah. So, and probably what some people did is they, before this came out, they probably took the Beast Boy one or one of the other ones and painted Maybe it. Manipulated yeah. it a bit. Yeah. Customized so. it a bit. Yeah. So, uh, with, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's everything. Grip. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. But, uh, that, I mean, that was pretty much everything I had to, to cover. And, and I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to. Well, just to throw out there really quickly, um, Star Wars, the the figures they're doing with the vintage carded figures. Mm-hmm. There's three of them they're releasing that from the deleted scenes that are on the Blu-ray. Right. You got Luke, Leia, and Lando. Yeah. It, these are really cool figures. If you guys can find them and pick them up, yeah. I would definitely recommend picking them up. Yeah. Uh, one, th- I did have. Oh, uh, Sorceress did come with her staff too. I forgot oh, about yeah, that. Yeah. So. Nice little bird staff. And it's white, so it's 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 pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> one last thing I did have uh, was a quick Star Wars blaster shot. There it is. Yep. It's even at my house. You didn't even know you traveled to your house. I had no idea. Um, was with my new iPad. Oh, yeah. One of the things I downloaded was a free game called Battle Nations, which is kind of like a... It's kind of like Farmville, but with military. All right. <laughs> so you build crops, and you build units, and then you have to actually do a strategy. The difference between Farmville and this is you have to actually do some strategy battles in between where you pick your unit and decide who it's going to attack. But can uh, I leave packages in your garden? No, no packages in my garden. Okay, all right. So That's good. That's good. You can fight other people you know. Can I fight in your garden? You can attack me. You can try to, to attack my my base. Is it and like risk? Not so much like risk, but it, it's more so like... Uh, Strategos? Maybe a little bit like that, yeah. All right. It's a fun game. Um, it's very addictive. <laughs> But because uh, you want to build up your base as big as you can, nice, and uh, you want to be able to fend off the the hoarders that are coming after you and all that. Well, well I welcome the hoarders. You fight them off. <laughs> they no hoarders. Oh, oh. Um, they have uh, a couple times. There's already been some Star Wars lines that have been in there. Like you'll read like quotes from the military people that you're getting uh, missions from. Okay. And one of them was like, uh, we're all fine here now. How are you? Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, stuff nice. like that. There's, there's been a couple different quotes in there that I read and I go, Oh, that's a star Wars quote. And so, you know, they did it on purpose. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was a nice little off the wall, off the beaten path, finding some star Wars references in, in pop culture things. So cool. Um, so with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Cause I do need to edit this one and get it <laughs> out the, hopefully the Soon. day after the, April Fool's episode came out. Uh, but with that one, we did purposely treat it as a serious episode. Right. You know, we read issues, we looked up information, probably didn't spend as much time researching it, because yeah. basically reading off the wiki pages and stuff like that. But, but definitely, if you wanted to check out Ape Entertainment and their selection, they have Richie Rich. Yeah, they have some good stuff. They have some good stuff. I mean, so, what, Kung Fu Panda there? Yeah, Kung Fu Panda. Richie Rich, Strawberry they, Short. It's a have, real comic. And yeah. they do have some more, like... Uh, older oriented stuff as well. It's not sure. all just Richie Rich and Kung Fu Panda stuff. It's no. you know, they've got a lot of different stuff there. But, but more of the kitty books. Uh, they got other stuff too. It's not kitty. No, sure, exactly. So it's not a hundred percent kitty. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the kitty ones are the ones you might recognize by name, <laughs> by titles. Yeah. So um, licensed. Right. Let me give our information out. Uh, you can find us at StarJoes.com. Uh, you can find us at, on Stitcher Radio. We forgot to mention that last time. Uh, it's a free. 
uh, radio app, and you can find Star Joe's on there. I did it for my iPad. You can, it's super easy to find us on there, and it's free. And you could take us on your mobile mobile devices, whether it's iPad, iPhone. Take us on the go. Any type of smartphone. Nice. I think there's. I think I remember hearing from what's on your mind. There's some like GM models that have it available as an app. So, yeah. Sure. So you can. So that's a great way to, to get us. And again, it's free, so it's great. Down with the free. Right. You can find us on Facebook. We have a fan site and a profile uh, site, and you can post pictures there. Talk with us. Post stuff on there. Uh, anyone's welcome to do so. Uh, you can call us and leave us a voicemail. It's 440-941-JOES, 440-941-JOES. Uh, you can email us at it's starjoespodcast at gmail.com, and you could Twitter uh, with at least me. <laughs> it's at starjoespodcast. I believe that might be everything. iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review. I'll have to say Please, something yeah. nice about Duke. We're, we're building up the iTunes reviews, but we could certainly use a lot more. Yeah. So, uh, with good, bad, or indifferent, let us know. Absolutely. Uh, with that, we'll go ahead and close by saying the force will be with you because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, guys. Later. I hope you enjoyed today's adventure. You know, television is not the only way to be entertained by an exciting story. There is another way. It's called reading. And one of the wonderful things about books is that they allow you to choose whatever kind of adventure you like. A trip with an astronaut, an adventure with the great detective Sherlock Holmes, a comedy, anything. You can find it in a book at your school or neighborhood library. Why, I'll bet there are even some good books right in your own home just waiting to be read.